Hello, everyone. This is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Kuznets, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This here episode is all about The Last Guardian, a game with an interesting past, especially for me, as it, along with Metal Gear Solid 4, is why I bought a PlayStation 3. And, well, we all know how that turned out. In case you don't, The Last Guardian was delayed and delayed and delayed and never ended up coming out on PlayStation 3, skipping the system in favor of the PlayStation 4, and yet it still has issues with performance, though I'm getting ahead of myself. Honestly, I'm still kind of amazed it ended up coming out at all. What is The Last Guardian, you ask? It is an action-adventure game about a little boy and a big creature who is an amalgamation of a few different animals, including a cat and a bird. The creature is known as Trico and is an amazing creation. Dare I say, one of the greatest creations in all of gaming. But that doesn't mean they make for a great companion on this journey to get back home. So this is a hard episode, hard because I wanted to love The Last Guardian. Hell, I would have been fine just liking it, but I knew there was a decent chance of that not happening because I played the game at launch. I played it for about an hour and it didn't grab me back then and nothing has changed since then that would lead me to believe it would grab me now. But I wanted to give it a second chance, wanted to hold out hope because I was so excited for it at one point and because I loved Shadow of the Colossus, which I still haven't finished, surprisingly, despite playing through most of it twice. Why haven't I finished it? Who knows? Maybe I was subconsciously waiting for the day I'd create a series about attacking my backlog so I could finish it then. But this is about The Last Guardian and not Shadow of the Colossus, and while The Last Guardian gets a lot of things wrong, like I said earlier, it does get one thing very right, and that's Trico. Trico, the bird cat that they are, is a wonderful creation, a fully realized animal that feels real, like they actually exist in our world, or at least could exist. Their mannerisms, their anatomy, the way they eat, the way they move, the way they act, everything about them is so perfect. You can tell a lot of love went into the creation of Trico, but It also feels like Trico was created and then a game was shoehorned around them and that's where it all falls apart. Yes, Trico feels real, but that's part of the problem because if you've ever had, say, a cat, you know that they don't always listen to you when you call to them. It's not uncommon to call to your cat, come here, come here, come here, and have them just sit there like a statue staring at you, probably saying to themselves, what the hell do you want? You think you're the boss of me? I don't think so. You may be big and you may wear pants, but I'm the boss and I don't need no pants to tell me otherwise. So now stare into my butthole as I walk away with my tail held high. Speaking of buttholes, Trico has one which only supports the fact that they truly are a fully realized creature. Also, buttholes are pretty gross, but if any butthole could be called cute, it's a cat butthole and like a cat, Trico has a pretty cute butthole. But back to the point of cats not listening to you. Like a cat, 
Trico doesn't always listen to you. And it's not just that they won't listen to you the first time and may need a little prod in to get going. No, there were times when I was stuck for five minutes because Trico was being especially stubborn and wouldn't do what I was asking them to do. Even after a bit of petting, they still wouldn't do what I asked, which may be in part because the controls are a little finicky, but I think it mostly has to do with the desire to create an animal that feels real. Mission accomplished, but was that the right decision? For me, the answer is no, a resounding no. When I have to check a guide to see what I have to do because I'm stuck, only to learn that I was doing the right thing but Trico just wasn't listening, that's bad design. The fact that I had to do that more than a handful of times is beyond frustrating. Knowing what to do and being unable to do so because I had to wait for my animal companion to listen to me was never fun. There's a difference between such interactions with a cat in real life and Trico in The Last Guardian. If I call my cat and they don't come, that just means they won't get any sweet loving from me. No petting for them. If I tell Trico to do something and they don't feel like doing it, that means the game is wasting my time. Even worse, a few times Trico decided to go in the opposite direction, which left me with two choices, follow them back and get them to turn around or kill myself if possible so the game would reset to before Trico decided to retreat. It shouldn't come as a surprise, but I chose the latter whenever possible. As much as I love Trico and I would love a VR experience where I could just look at Trico, play with them and have them occasionally rub up against my face and purr up a storm, I hated having to deal with them in a traditional game format. A Trico simulator would be great, but sadly, a Trico simulator The Last Guardian is not, or I guess it is, but that's not what the game is trying or wants to be. But The Last Guardian's problems don't start and end with Trico. Jumping around and navigating the world as the boy is not as tight as I would have liked. The biggest problem comes from trying to navigate while clinging to Trico. My main problem here is more so when I'm trying to get off of Trico than trying to get on them. Crawling around them can be a pain, especially when you're on the bottom or underneath them and the camera doesn't want to cooperate, though I don't blame them for that because there's no easy solution for that if one even exists. But when I'm on Trico's side or on top of them, jumping off is way harder than it should be because the boy really doesn't want to let go a lot of the time. And when he finally would let go, it would be less of a graceful jump and more of a cumbersome fall where he often landed on his face. The number of times I face planted while trying to get off Trico is more than I can count. How the boy is still alive is beyond me. If nothing else, he must have suffered a lot of brain damage. But the boy's grabby nature is also a bit of a mixed bag when platforming across the world. There were times when he would be too grabby when trying to jump from one thing to another, and moments when it would take multiple times to grab a ledge or a chain. Sometimes it was the camera at fault, especially since it likes to move on its own if you don't touch it for a few seconds. Trying to consistently jump off of something was a nightmare because finding the right positioning with the camera so the boy would get in the right position was way harder than anything like that should ever be. Speaking of the camera, anytime you're in a small space with Trico, like a tunnel, you might as well give up on trying to see what is going on because it's impossible to see anything. Again, like when you're climbing underneath Trico, I don't know how you fix this, but that doesn't mean it should be ignored. Maybe make it so Trico knows not to enter tunnels with you, though, of course, you could be the one entering tunnels with them, so in that case, 
it could be your or my fault. Thankfully, however, there are no important things that happen in small spaces, so being unable to see what's going on isn't a huge problem, it's just an annoying one. Another little quirk of the game is that there are a few times where you need something or need something to happen in order to get out of an area, but things don't go according to plan. For example, at one point in the game, you end up falling through the floor into a flooded area and need to grab onto Trico's tail in order to escape. In my playthrough, Trico's tail didn't fall through the grate when it was supposed to, presumably because it was stuck on some geometry above. What made matters worse as I tried to figure out how the hell I was supposed to get out of there was that the dialogue eventually chimed in telling me about how I successfully escaped the area thanks to working with Trico. That, of course, didn't happen and it was like rubbing salt in the wound. I did eventually get out, obviously, but it required me to swim around the room for five plus minutes, constantly calling Trico so they would move around until their tail unstuck itself and I could finally get out. That situation was a mess and sadly there are a few such messes in the game. In addition to all the platforming, there are a few combat sections as well where stone warriors come to life and try to take you to a door of light while throwing an infinite supply of spears at poor Trico. I don't really have much to say about these sections, they're fine. It was fun seeing Trico lose their mind and destroy dozens of armored warriors, but dealing with the aftermath of a fight got a little annoying after a while. This is because you have to calm Trico down after every fight with a little petting. Not a huge problem, but just a wee bit tedious after you've done it the 10th time, though it's nothing compared to having to pull out 6 or so spears if Trico took an exceptionally nasty beating, which is just more sad than annoying. They do try and spice up fights by adding wars carrying shields that scare Trico, but they don't pose too much of a problem. All in all, the combat is fine and only ever stood out a few times when a surprisingly large number of wars would enter the fray. So. What else is there to say? The Last Guardian is a beautiful game full of impressive architecture and an even more impressive creature. But as beautiful as the game is, though I do want to mention that having played it on a regular PS4, the frame rate was very unstable and regularly dropped below 30 frames per second. As beautiful as it is, it's just not any fun to play. The most fun I had playing the game was every brief moment when I wasn't in control and just got to see Trico run across a collapsing bridge or do something similarly impressive. I love those moments, but those are all moments I watched, not played. In the end, The Last Guardian was 9 hours of mostly unpleasant time spent with an incredibly pleasant creature who deserved to be in a better game. It's too bad this was The Last Guardian because I'd love to see Trico get a second chance at greatness. And with that said, that will do it for this here episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am your host, Mark Kuznez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Sausage podcast, both of which are on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Pandora. If you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or the Pixelated Sausage podcast, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both 
there. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode and I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Thank you.